Well, um, we have no idea what we're going to do now. <clears throat> or very little idea. Um, but it might include Sayadaw speaking a little bit about leaving here and taking practice. Uh, there will be, uh, John will be taking photos of what's going on here. And at the <coughs> end, before we break up to leave, we're going to try a group photo with people coming down here and sitting. And you see the tripod <coughs> back there. We'll try that. Um, if you have any uh, easy questions, maybe we'll take some. And uh, we'll see how it goes. So, Saida, would you like to uh, say something? Yeah. <laughs> I have <And> no idea. <laughs> you have your mic on, Mo? No, okay. Yeah. Sayadaw says he would like to thank all those who have made this retreat possible, including the yogis, the staff, the teachers, everyone. Yeah, everyone who supported. Also, translator. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm very tired about listening because English is not my not understand fully I'm not fully understanding what they're saying so because of she helping so I can understand deeply so I can advise deeply yeah so I thank you about the, that that <laughs> and he says, although the retreat is over, he says meditation, the Dharma is not over. He says the whole purpose of his teaching meditation is so that we can, is to enable us to practice in our daily lives. ปัญญาเนี่ยสรุปโยอีตอนเนี่ยมาบ่ว่าเดอะอาทุลุไม่ยะวุลุเท่นี่เดตุตุ้งอาทุเนี่ยอาทุจีเดยะเลยไม่
ตะยามีนั้นยินนี่นี่มาตะยาอยู่สิจ่ายก็ตะยาตู้ตะตะเกตะยาตู้ตะฉินเนี่ยสูเนี่ยยินนี่นี่มาဖြစ်มาဟီ
realize things you never realized before, see things in ways that you never imagined that you would be able to see them before. And that is progress in the Dharma. He once was um, investigating an insight that he was um, that was arising at that moment and he realized he only understood what he understood in that moment. There was a lot more that he still did not understand. Mm-hmm. That was still not understood. In the initial years when he used to have insights, he would think every time he had an insight, wow, that's a big improvement, you know, that's great. But over time as he had more and more insights, he began to realize that for every insight he you know, he developed, he, there were maybe 99 more things that he still needed to know. <laughs> and that's also a kind of maturing of wisdom, understanding that. He says, so he knows you all are really interested in the Dharma and you really tr- make the effort to practice at home. So he wants you to persevere, don't give up. He says, it's only until a certain point, he says, at which point the Dharma will start carrying you along on its wave. There's a saying in Burma, if you look after the Dharma, the Dharma will look after you. And what is the Dharma, he says, is really this, the Sati Samadhi and Panya, the, the awareness, the, the stability of mind and the wisdom. He says, if we grow these qualities of mind, he says, they'll grow strong enough that they then are able to look, protect you, look after you, bring good um, results. So, if you want to know whether your practice is improving or not, he says, ask your family <laughs> or those at home with you. They know best. <laughs> those who, who are always beside you, they, they can gauge for you. They, they know. Don't, don't ask the meditation teachers. He says, they don't know you. <laughs> He says, just just please practice. He says, you can know your mind, this mind. He says, the mind is such that it wants to live in a forgetful state. It wants to not be mindful, to, to forget itself and just carry on. So as soon as a retreat is over, the mind wants to take a break, forget. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the reason that the mind wants to live in that forgetful state is, a, is one that it doesn't truly understand the value of mindfulness. The second thing is, he says, initially it feels like work. It feels more effortful to be aware. So for the mind, it feels more freeing. The, the deluded mind, it seems more freeing to not be aware. Then it's free to do whatever it wants and, and it, feels, it seems to feel lighter. Oh, idea. He says, and the mind also likes this, the deluded mind also likes the idea that something is over, finished, <laughs> complete. Retreat is over. <laughs> Meditation time is over in life very much. And then the mind just completely lets it go, forgets it. He says, our habit in doing anything, he says, is to put a lot of, immediately, like, apply ourselves to the task. Yes, in anything we do, we apply ourselves to it and then we we, we put ourselves fully in the work. When we're done, we're like, done. He says, so don't do that to mindfulness. He says, we, we get this feeling that we have to, to do it and then do it properly. He says, and then, and then this, this happens. So just a light reminding yourself every now and again, daily. He says, you all understand this, right? That everything arises to pass away. That's why you have to practice continuously because the mind arises and then passes away. It is not permanent. He says, so if you want to have it as a permanent fixture of your mind, it has to be like a, is a permanent process. So you have to keep renewing it and renewing it. So it's always there as a renewing process again, again, again. He says, so at home, he says, it, it will be difficult if we put too much attention on the awareness and too much attention into what we need to do. So he says, it's just this very light reminding, consistently reminding us, not with a lot of effort, but just a consistent reminder every now and again to remember yourself. Remember yourself. That's 
talk to people. He says you need to talk to people, and every now and again, just slightly remembering yourself. Niva, jaitulu niva. Live, live as you would wish. Do it, and every now and again, remembering yourself. And if you make that lightly reminding yourself a habit, he says, then that will become easy. So that's the first step to to build that habit to um to make it stick to make that stick. When we've been aware of ourselves consistently over a long period of time, the awareness will start speaking to you. It'll say, okay, now this needs to be done or that needs to be different for the wisdom. You all know how to, you all know your minds. He says, it's not difficult to recognize the mind is there. He says, um, so all you need to do is ask the question. What is happening? So the Dharma doesn't need to be very deep, it just needs to be long lasting. So when um, wisdom arises, it will do its own work. He says, the rest of it is not our business. Right now, what is your mind doing? What's it paying attention to? Are you inside yourself or outside? Huh? Trick question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, joking. 60-40, uh, okay, enough. <laughs> That's enough. So it's a lot. 60-40 is a lot. Yeah. Oh. So I was making plans um, to visit IMS again. The, there's tentative plans to come back in 2014. Nothing is ever definite, but plans are being made. <laughs> He says he feels very um, good about this this retreat. He's um, very happy with all of you. So thank <coughs> thank you, Saira, for these encouraging words. Um, the Buddha said. As long as the Sangha gathers together frequently and practices together in harmony and discusses Sangha matters and resolves Sangha uh, questions harmoniously and we separate uh, and go our own ways in harmony, then the Sangha will last for a long time and the Dharma will be available. So we've gathered in harmony, and we've practiced in harmony. We've discussed the Dharma uh, extensively, and uh, we've received some encouragement. Is there any uh, outstanding issues that need to be resolved uh, amongst any of us? Mm-hmm. On behalf of um, all of us, um, let me just say that 
if we have uh, said anything or done anything that uh, offended you or some, some part of you felt a little uncomfortable with something we've said or done, then uh, it was not intended to cause any distress or uh, concern or harm. So uh, please uh, forgive us for what we did that, like that. Or if we've, we failed to do something, uh, if we didn't uh, respond to your note, uh, if we didn't uh, look you in the eye or whatever, whatever. If we didn't do something that, uh, or didn't say something that you felt uh, we could have or should have, uh, that wasn't done with, uh, that was not, not done with any intention to harm either. <coughs> so again, please forgive us for that oversight. And uh, for all those thoughts that you've had about us that were, <laughs> that were maybe less than 100% pure, uh, we didn't notice. <laughs> and uh, we certainly would forgive you and, uh, for any, anything like that. Um, just as a final, is there any questions for Carol? She, she can answer one. <laughs> or me, I can answer two. If not, we'll... Uh, you know, may uh, all of the efforts that all of us have made over these uh, year and a half in preparation for the retreat and for uh, all of your efforts uh, here over the past 14 days uh, in developing the Dharma in your heart and uh, practicing the renunciation of the precepts and uh, developing the five faculties. May all of the, uh, the punya, all the goodness and the merit of all of the work that we've done together um, join in that great stream of merit that is, will be waiting for us in the next, in the future. <laughs> uh, so that uh, it'll also support us and all beings. Uh, so may all beings everywhere benefit from the work that we've done uh, this past couple of weeks. And may all beings uh, have the opportunity to live in harmony with one another and to live with uh, awareness uh, as much as can be developed. And uh, may all beings uh, be liberated. I gave it to him this morning. So, wait, wait, wait. I want to tell something to remind them. Okay. He says you can look at anything you want to look at. Just be aware that you're seeing before you start looking. And you can listen to anything you want to listen to. But recognize hearing before you begin listening. <coughs> and live as you wish, but know before you begin living. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or continue living. Stay for a minute, John. Turn off the recording.